Hey guys, what's going on? Zach here with the Zach Shanky Podcast. Hope you guys are doing great. I am talking a little bit quiet. I'm in my office, but it is early in the morning. My daughter is in, also in the office uh, sleeping, snoozing away. So anyway, I'm going to be talking a little quietly here. Um, <clears throat> what I want to talk about, though, is kind of a new... It's like a, a new view, perspective, viewpoint, lens through which to look at success. Okay, so so hear me out on this because this is this is I mean it's kind of like a combo of some of the things I've talked to uh, talked about in the past, but it's a whatever. I'm just gonna go into it. <laughs> so so we talk about trading a lot, obviously, because trading is the best vehicle in the world in order to grow wealth at a at an exponential rate. I mean, it's, it's just bar none, the greatest thing known to man, uh, in terms of building wealth. Um, I'll give you just two quick examples. Um, yesterday, I'm not even joking right now. I'm I'm sitting at my computer. I'm actually going to pull up my, my trading tracker, which is a spreadsheet. Our community uses, I use the same one. It's no different. Um, yesterday I, gained a 3.87% in about probably 10 minutes. Um, today it was 2.8% in about 15 minutes. Um, so in a total of 25 minutes, I'm going to add those up here. Total of 25 minutes, I earned 6.67%. Okay. 6.67%. What is the significance of that? Let's, let's even take my 28 day. Okay. I'm just going to real quick pull up a compound calculator. Let's say I do 2.8% a day. Let's say I start at 500 bucks. Okay. 2.8% daily for one year. Okay. One year, not including the weekends. Okay. Just Monday through Friday, 2.8% a day. How long did that take me? Like I said, about 15 minutes. Okay. Let's even say it takes you 30 minutes a day. We'll double the time frame to hit 2.8% in a day. I want to do a quick calculation. At the end of the year, that $500 turns into $700,000. That is a 138,638% increase. (laughs) Show show me any stock, any financial vehicle that can get you over a 100,000% increase in a year. Now, the reality is, is during that year, we always have, we have a whole withdrawal plan. So at the end of that year, your account is not going to be at 700,000. Probably what would end up happening is you would have withdrawn, you know, maybe 70 to a hundred thousand dollars. And in your account, you'd probably have another 70 to a hundred thousand dollars, depending on how much you want to withdraw and those kinds of things. So if you're withdrawing 50% of your profits, of course, with taking money out of the account is going to affect the compound effect, but it's worth it. The other question that I get frequently is, okay, if it took you 25 minutes to hit 6% total within two days, why aren't you just trading more time? Well, (laughs) as those, those of you that are traders, (laughs) you're on here, you know that there is a limit. There is a mental bandwidth involved with trading. Uh, for me, I find it to be around the 20 minute mark. Okay. So typically what I do is I'll do two sessions a day 
um, and I try to hit two and a half percent on my first session and then two and a half percent on the second one. Um, I would say it's, it's really a 50, 50 shot, whether or not I do the second one. So sometimes I just do one of the sessions. I hit two and a half percent or, or a little more and then I'm done for the day. You know, sometimes the day just, it gets away from me. Um, I don't have time or I'm not in the good mind space for it. And I'm totally okay with two and a half percent per day. Um, I have no problems with that, right? Trading is one vehicle to make money. And even at two and a half percent, if we use that same $500 example, my account is definitely not at 500 bucks. But in that same example, two and a half percent every day, five days a week for a year, it ends up being over $300,000. Now, what if you just get half of that? Is that okay? How many of you could use an extra six figures this year? An extra, in addition to whatever you're doing at your job? Yeah, I, I know. I'm not going to say no to an extra six figures, you know? So anyway, that's why we talk about trading a lot. <laughs> it's because the, the, the immense power behind that, that vehicle. Now, there's a whole lot of bonus hidden benefits, though, that that most people don't realize. See, the reality is trading is not about a strategy. It's not about any of that stuff. I mean, that's 10% of it. 90% of trading is definitely the way you think when you're sitting in front of the charts. When you sit down in front of the charts, do you feel anxious? Do you feel fear? Do you feel impatient? Or do you feel excited, like fun? Not too excited, right? Because too much highs, emotional highs are also detrimental um, in terms of your actual trading capabilities. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> what I want to talk about though, is something that we've, we talk about often in, in the trading world, in the trading world, we talk about having discipline, which is, for example, me trading 10 to 15 minutes a day, maximum 20, instead of sitting there and saying, Oh, I can just keep doing this and I'll earn two and a half percent or I'll earn 5% an hour or, you know, whatever it is like having the discipline, ignore the greed for a second and sit there and have a plan and have some discipline. If you want to learn how to make a trading plan, check out our, we have a thing, we call it our trading blueprint. Go check that out. Um, if you need a link, just let me know. If you're already an elite member with us, you already have access to it. Okay. It's a really great course to, to shift your mindset um, into a successful trading one. But we do talk about discipline and having that discipline is important. I personally, I'm not a fan of the word discipline. And discipline to me has a negative connotation. And so because I'm somewhat rebellious when it comes to negativity, um, <laughs> I, I, I don't like it. Right. So if somebody's like, if, if, if somebody says the word discipline, I immediately want to do the opposite because to me, it's like, it's like, I don't know, discipline to me feels like old school. You know, like if you're, if you're, if you were in like a, a private school back in the day, you know, and they'd switch your hands if you did something wrong or whatever, or like lefties, you know, they got their left hand whipped if they tried to use their left hand or whatever, whatever the heck, you know, like that, that to me is what I think of when I think of the word discipline. Okay. And that might just be me. Um, but I would go ahead and venture to say that most people think about negative things when they hear the word discipline, even though discipline in and of itself 
is actually huge and important. Having discipline is actually probably one of the biggest key factors to success. So instead of calling it discipline, I want to relabel it. I want to rebrand it in a way where it's something that I want. So in this case, what I like to use is I like to use the word integrity. Because isn't discipline and integrity kind of the same thing? Discipline is ultimately doing what you committed to. Or another way to say that is doing what you said you're going to do. Integrity is the same thing. When people are watching you or not, it's doing what you said you're going to do. So do I want to have discipline? Eh, I don't give a crap. Do I want to have integrity? Heck yes. Heck yes. And if trading helps you get more integral, wow, the amount of the, the, the way that that benefit can spread throughout all sorts of different aspects of life with relationships, with regard to dieting and exercise, right? Like you're, you're integral within your, with yourself and you do the things that you know you can do. Like it, it's just, it's just very, very empowerful empowerful, <laughs> empowering, and powerful, <laughs> empowerful. I just made a word. Um, so anyway, so, so here's the new, th- that that's old. I've talked about that before. Here's the new bit. Okay. I was, I was talking with my kids. They, uh, they, they have, <sighs> so I'm a, I'm a single dad of, um, five children that live in the house, two of which are teenagers and then a 10 and an eight year old, and then a little three year old. Okay. And, um, naturally I have my hands full depending on the day, it depends on who is filling those hands. And like, cause the three-year-old is obviously a handful, uh, tons of energy. Oh my gosh. Um, but the teenagers and their attitudes, <laughs> right? Like there's that. And then the teenagers clashing with the, the eight and 10 year olds, And oh my gosh. So sometimes there are days, let me tell you. Um, Now, because I'm a single dad with these children, with these children, it sounds like, it sounds like I'm running a daycare or something with my children. Um, I wanted to do some, like, there are some realities that have to be faced, right? Reality number one, in order for me to provide financially, there has to be time devoted to make that happen, right? I cannot just not work in the business anymore. Um, The business is not to that point. There's still a ton of work to be done. I have my schedule. Let me look right now. I'm looking at my calendar. My calendar is totally full of tasks this week, next week. Okay, I've, I've got two and a half weeks Based on my current task list, that's how long it's going to take me to accomplish all of those, all of my current tasks. And then, of course, I get new tasks every week, almost every day, sometimes, depending on depending on the week. So, obviously, I have to spend time doing what I love to do and making that impact because I believe in that. It is my purpose. Right. It's it's legitimately one of my purposes in this life is to use my talents and my skills, both in marketing as well as trading, as well as leadership, to to help and improve other people's lives. However, 
not at the detriment of my own kids, right? So there's a balance. There's a balance that has to be had. So I thought, okay, when I'm done with work, do you know what I want to do? Be with them. But what most single parents experience is that when they're done with work, do you know what they have to do? They have to do the dishes. They have to make dinner. They have to make sure people get baths, right? They have to do all these other things that are responsibilities of a parent. But by doing that, you're missing out on the time spent with your kids. So I thought, okay, what do I do here? How do I, how do I fix this? And lucky for me, I have a couple of teenagers, which means fully capable human beings, <laughs> as long as they can get over their lazy tendencies, right? And so, and so what I do is I have some systems and processes in place. Um, they have a, a, a list of what they need to do, what they're responsible for. Um, so the two middle children, the 10 and the eight year old, they kind of share a list because they are just inseparable. Okay. They are best friends, always have been since they were babies. Okay. Like, and, and so they are best friends. So I'm like, you know what, you guys do your chores and schoolwork. You do it all together. Um, and then my oldest one, 17, he's got his own list. And my second oldest one, soon to be 15, she's got her own list. And then my little daughter, my little three-year-old, she doesn't have a list. <laughs> her job is just to be cute and not yell at people. <laughs> right? So anyway, so they, they all have their, their list. And this list has to be done around breakfast time, around lunchtime, and around dinner time. It's basically, you know, the three, it's just an easy way to, to think about it. It's not a set time. It's just, hey, when you finish with breakfast, now it's time to do your thing, right? Or when you finish with lunch, now you got to do your, your lunch list. And they're different lists for different times of the day. And so when I'm done with work, guess what? The house doesn't look bad. Are there still dishes that I have to do? Yeah, and I do them. But that takes me 10 minutes, you know? So 10 minutes on dishes, and I spend 30 minutes making dinner. The rest of that time, I can spend with the kids, and so I have these systems in place, right? Well, what I noticed, back to integrity, what I noticed is that I'm giving them these lists and I walked them through it for a couple of weeks when we first moved in here and when we first started doing this stuff. And it was great. And everything was getting done and everything was, was happening appropriately. Well, the last couple of weeks, things have been slipping. And I've been noticing it, but I've been busy. And so I finally called it out. I said, hey, listen, I figured this out, right? Integrity is a huge thing. And so your guys's job is to be honest and to do the things that you said you're going to do, to do the things that I said you have to do <laughs> a little bit different when they're kids. <laughs> so that's your job. Your job is to maximize that as much as possible. However, as human beings, we all fall short, right? As, as much as I myself, for example, I try my hardest to be integral and to be very, very honest with everything. Um, and, and to do, do everything the right way, but I fall short sometimes. Um, last week was my first lost day in a very long time on my trading account. And it was very difficult for me to tell my, my business partners about it, even though at the end of the day, it was a 10% loss. Um, cause I was doing gate six <laughs> is 10% loss at the end of the day. That's not the worst end of the world scenario at all. And by the way, it's almost fully recovered already. Okay. So like 
who cares, right? Who cares about the stupid loss? But but that was one of those things where I, I was challenged by it. And so it's important, guys, to have as much integrity as you can as a human being. Now, I'm not saying justify being dishonest. Don't justify it by saying, oh, I'm only human. Okay, but we make mistakes. And if you make a mistake, it's okay. That's why we have the second layer, which is accountability. So for you traders out there, your job is to be integral. Your job is to do what you committed to do, which means following our process, following our strategies, following um, the reviews and the things that, that the coaches are telling you. That's, that's your job to have integrity there. Our job is to hold you accountable to that. I have a meeting later on today with, with a student who has not been following that process at all. Like, not not even to at all <laughs> i'm just gonna say at all <laughs> so i gotta talk to him about it like it's it's not a big deal it's my job to hold them accountable right and that's where it's so important and so having integrity is your part um people have different levels of integrity some people have a ton of it some people lack it and it's it's not good or bad it it is in the state it's at I'm going to help you increase it. No matter where you're at, I want to help you increase it. That's what accountability does. See, so with my kids and their 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 lists, they have to present when they're done with it, they have to bring their list to me and together we actually check it off. Now, some days I'm a little more diligent with that. Some days I go out and I actually physically look at the things they said they did. And some days I don't. Some days I'm like, "Okay, did you do this? Did you do this?" and I give them a chance to have that integrity. And it's random, so they can't prepare one way or the other. <laughs> okay, I'm sneaky like that. But that extra layer of accountability, guess what? My kids are doing what they're supposed to do. Now it's like they have more integrity because they know they're going to be held accountable. This is why the word integrity is so important because, because you can be you can be honest when people are looking at you, but dis dishonest when people are not looking at you, right? That's not true integrity, okay? But it's a starting point. It's a starting point. So right now, my kids, without without me checking their stuff, mm, they might they might be a little bit dishonest here and there. With they might cut some corners with the things that they're supposed to do, but now that they know someone's going to be watching, someone's going to look. All of a sudden, they're doing it the right way. They're doing it all, right? And ultimately, guys, when you get deeper and deeper into this kind of concept, there's one person who holds all of us accountable all the time, and that's God. And so from that standpoint, I'm like, um, he's always watching, <laughs> right? He's always watching. So careful, <laughs> careful what you're doing, what you're saying. Um, and so anyway, integrity plus accountability, you guys, is huge. Now, if you fall short on integrity and then accountability helps you at, to a certain extent, but you still, even with accountability, fall short a little bit, that's where the grace of God comes into place. Okay, because we all make mistakes. It's inevitable. We all sin every day, right? So anyway, <laughs> I think I think I got my point across. The idea here is, your role in any 
opportunity or success, even if we're talking your job, right? No matter what, if we're talking your job, we're talking your relationship, what have you, your job is to have integrity to do what you commit to do. But you should also have an accountability partner. You should also have some way, shape, or form to be held accountable because that's only going to strengthen your integrity. And then ultimately, you can find grace with God if all things fail. (laughs) So I hope this is helpful to you guys. Love you all. Thanks for listening. I will talk to you later.